This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Well-designed, convenient, and compact electric toothbrushes sent to your home with brush head refills every three months. And if you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you can get $10 off your first brush head refill. Cool. It is cool. Nice. And you can get it. Oh my God. What is it? My goodness. It's uh, it's a bad time. 918. <laughs> September 18th, 2017. And this is September. It's almost that. It's... It's August 10th, 2017. And this is Important If True. For Idle Thumbs, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rodkin. You got just a little bit of the monster truck in there. Just Slide little, it in. Just a little subtle <laughs> monster <laughs> truck. Whoa. Thursday night. Important If True. What? <laughs> Chris looks like he's going to throw up. He is. Oh, I oh. am. He is. I just he wanted is. to see what you would do if I kept looking at you and not saying anything. Uh, freeze up <laughs> like a deer in the headlights is what happened. <laughs> true. I guess I could, I could have probably assumed. Yeah. yeah. You know. um, I had... So, yesterday, last night, I saw... I was able to see an early screening of the film Good Time. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, it was really good. It was a really good movie. It's fucking. It is tense as hell. It is just a not. Did you? Were you there, Nick? Did no. You, oh, okay. You were nodding. I thought you. Oh thought no, you, no, no. I thought you knew. Um, he doesn't know. It was. It is a. It's a crime film. It's set in in New York, and it's just absolutely intense nonstop. And Robert Pattinson is in it. Oh, maybe. Twilight. Twilight guy. Man. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> and he he just like. Rex it. He's great. He's really, really good in it. Huh. And he was at the theater with the two directors, the Safdie brothers, uh, one of whom was also in the movie. And so they did a Q&A after it, and it was good. And I went home on, you know, I went home and I posted on Twitter that the movie was good and that I thought Robert Pattinson did a good job. And in in posting those things to the internet, I learned that there is... The fan community around mm. Robert Pattinson, holy shit. Oh, did you get some tweets? Oh, my God. It is just, it, it is, it's surreal. It's like if you mention him on the internet, it's like some kind of, it's like, uh, <clears throat> it's like being in the Matrix when the, the those like robots <laughs> like seek you out and all swarm on you, you know? Those the, little spider the guys. Spider guys. Mm -hmm. It's, it's unbelievable i mean and, and it wasn't uh, well except unlike that it wasn't malevolent right like i didn't say anything bad about were these it. people just excited that you yeah they okay. were just excited that was what was so like that you had seen him yeah or not that you because, just mentioned his name not obviously. because i had in particular but i think because anyone right had. no they had no questions they did, they, there was no, it really? was just yeah it was did, they, did anyone ask how tall he is no is I'm, that a thing with him? No, it's a thing with everyone. Like oh, I went, okay. I went and saw a screening of Terminator One, and the woman who who was Linda Hamilton's stunt double in it was there because uh, yeah. she was just uh, local, and she was there for a Q and A at the end. And people asked a bunch of questions about sort of the stunts and working with James Cameron, blah blah blah. blah. And then a guy stood up and just asked like. How tall is Arnold Schwarzenegger? How tall is Linda <laughs> Hamilton? How tall is the guy who plays Reese? How right. tall is and, and he and he I just need went, to update my database. He, well, yeah, no, yeah. he went on and on about celebrityheights.com and how it has relative heights and all these things. Right. Um, oh. And then there was the the episode of the Mystery Show podcast about how tall is Jake right, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, which gets yeah, into that. Yeah. But that is just way more prevalent than I that I thought. It's just yeah. it's everywhere. No, that didn't it's, come up. These people, I suspect they already know, and many of whom have Robert Pattinson as their avatar, uh, and are just really excited about anyone enjoying. Did you did him. you consider that this could literally be the Matrix situation where you're uh, assaulted by a bunch of crazy spider robots, but they're actually being uh, driven by Robert Pattinson himself? That's oh, why, and that's man. why they all have his face. Yeah, I would actually. If like, if he can just press a button that just deploys this <laughs> crazy swarm, I would actually right. totally believe that based on his presence in the Q and A, uh, because he is the most seemingly like awkward and fidgety and distracted person. 
he was on I mean that's because he was busy deploying yeah, millions and right. millions of that's, of, that's of what I mean bots. yeah you asked how tall he was and the answer is I have no idea because he spent the whole time like slumped down in his chair on the stage and like sort of contorting his body and fiddling around like he's very it was very surprising from someone who's like a, a movie star right uh, that's fine I mean I slump and slide around and I'm weird and I'm not even a movie star <laughs> that's true um, I probably do too uh, but I am a movie star. Wow. Yep. I would have never known. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why whenever I talk to you on Twitter, I'm swarmed by a bunch of girls with your, <laughs> your face. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, no, but I would totally believe that he has to like dedicate extra cycles to controlling his like botnet. I can't imagine any other circumstance in which it wouldn't be accompanied by just horrible abuse and garbage. Right. But it was just a like very pleased like aura. Yeah. Right, just ah, yes. Mm-hmm. You too know that he is wonderful. Uh, yep. I th- I think though that we should talk about someone else who is deploying swarms of millions of things. Yes, let's the be, headline the headline here that we were sent reads: "Tech giant releasing twenty million mosquitoes in Fresno." That's a good thing, really. And then it says, a giant technology company will release up to 20 million bacteria-filled buzzing mosquitoes this summer in Fresno, California. That's supposed to be a good thing. The bug campaign, which starts Friday, is part of a plan by Alphabet Incorporated's Verily Life Sciences Unit. Reared by machines, the male mosquitoes are infected with a bacteria that, while harmless to humans, creates non-hatching dead eggs when they mate with wild females, hopefully cutting the mosquito population and the transmission of the diseases they carry. Verily is planning to release one million mosquitoes a week over a 20-week period across two 300-acre neighborhoods. The company's bug-releasing van will start traveling the streets of Fancher Creek, a neighborhood in Fresno County, on Friday. And then here is a quote uh, from... uh, Well, here's a quote. If we can show that this technique can work, I'm confident we can make it a sustainable business because the burden of these mosquitoes is enormous, said Verily Engineering Chief Linus Upson, who helped create Google's Chrome web browser and now leads Debug. So, in regards to that quote, what do you think he actually meant? I don't know what either (laughs) half of his... I know. We hope this could become a sustainable business. Parentheses. What are you doing? Uh, Because the burden (laughs) of these mosquitoes is enormous. Parentheses. Do you literally mean that your Google company can no longer keep millions of mosquitoes? So you hope (laughs) that some other company will be like believe that this is successful and will take over? We've got like forty million (laughs) mosquitoes are sitting around. Like the burden is enormous. We we were able to dump twenty million out of our van in Fresno. We desperately need this to become a sustainable business model because we gotta. That's like the TV commercial. We gotta get rid of these mosquitoes <laughs> they cure a disease they might do other things come on down what is, alphabet- te- what is yeah what is the tech company in question alphabet incorporated yeah, google. Yeah, google they don't say in this the word google is not cited in this except for when they say oh by the way this guy helped create google chrome which by the way amazing qualification for being man in charge of releasing 20 million mosquitoes into fresno Oh, uh, he he made Chrome. Yeah. He made the web browser. Yeah, this cool. he seems smart. Okay, well, he's th- in smart, I tr- smart uh, he guy. seems like a good smart kid. Guy. He's a good the, kid. The mosquito deploying program. Uh, what's the name of this company? Verily. Yeah, Verily. Verily, Verily I love the name. Yeah. yeah. I hope they say Verily. We release these mosquitoes <laughs> as they release twenty million yeah. mosquitoes. Yeah. There's there's just like, a, there's a there's Verily. A, we destroy the earth. There's a Catholic <laughs> priest who presides <laughs> over the yeah. the yes. dissemination yeah, yeah, of these yeah. bees. But, so Verily. Was originally part of Google X, which is also the people who. Uh, the, the that's the robot company. No, that's not the robots. Oh, damn! It I is mean, good. It I is mean, what? <laughs> it is Google Glass and uh, Waymo, the self-driving cars. Waymo. That's the name of their self-driving car company now. All right. Um, hopefully, their mascot is also named Waymo, the self-driving car. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it drive. It's a little car that drives the car. This whole thing with mosquitoes being deployed. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Just to go back to what you just said. Yes. Months ago, we talked about self-driving cars that are not, in fact, self-driving, but are driven by insects. 
This was spun off. Mm. So the mosquito dispersal mm. team was spun off. I see. Out of the the team that does self driving cars. I think that they were. S- well, they. <laughs> well, maybe Google had <laughs> mosquito driven self driving cars. They moved on to a new version, and now they got all these mosquitoes like, <laughs> that they don't need anymore. Fresno, California <laughs> residents woke up this morning baffled to find all of their cars stolen <laughs> simultaneously overnight. God, oh God, that's why they're sending these mosquitoes out. They're sending mm. twenty million mosquitoes out to boost twenty million cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we look. We got. We are making we're, progress with our Waymo. We're doing it, but we just need more cars to test them oh, out. I thought that it was. I thought that it was. Uh, it was a little more capitalistic. It was like, oh, geez, your cars were all stolen. <laughs> well, we will also introduce. Well, these mosquitoes are a pretty big burden. It sucks. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Really? Lock them up. Too bad. Lock them up. Too bad no one's willing to take these mosquitoes off my hand. Oh, your car's missing. Interesting. <laughs> It's protection money. So here's an interesting... uh, Fresno has an actual very notable history of new technologies that then destroy uh, America being... Fresno? Fresno. like meth? I know. No, no, no. Fresno, California was where Bank of America in, I think, 1958, uh, sometime in the late 50s, early 60s, debuted and did the test pilot of the Magnetic Stripe Bank AmeriCard. The first the first credit cards uh, were, te- were given out to Bank of America customers in Fresno. Like, just use these. Just slide them on all these merchants. You could just go into debt. I see. Buy a car. Buy 20 million of them. I just think it's really interesting that Google is now like, what part of America has like a lot of people who spend money and do things, but we can also just dump bugs and like debt robots and whatever. Uh, (laughs) Just the town of Fresno is a strange. Uh, a strange place. What, apparently, just the test case for yeah. just hubris <laughs> and like <laughs> yes. capitalism run amok. Yeah, man, I love the idea of the mosquitoes stealing all their cars. And then Google just rolling in with a bunch of self-driving cars, which I mean, secretly are also driven by mosquitoes, but they don't tell people that. Sure. Yeah, they hate the mosquitoes that steal their cars, so they. Well, adopt. the burden is enormous. Yeah, the burden that these mosquitoes put on Fresno is enormous. <laughs> I, the I debt mean, burden <laughs> is enormous. The tax burden is enormous. Yeah, it's just... I don't know that this is directly related, but I can't help but feel that there is some kind of thread to be drawn to uh, this other news story from the Catholic News Service, which ah. reads, a headline here is, Ottawa Archbishop surprised by negative reaction to robotic spider on cathedral. (laughs) (laughs) The Archbishop of Ottawa expressed regret that several Catholics were shocked at the sight of a giant robotic spider perched on Notre Dame Cathedral. Archbishop Archbishop Terence Prendergast said he was surprised by the negative reaction to an artistic initiative after critics called the spider's placement sacrilegious, demonic, and disrespectful of a sacred space. My cathedral staff and I anticipated that some might object, but thought it would be minimal, as nothing demeaning was intended in the spider being near the church, said the archbishop in an email interview with Canadian Catholic News. (laughs) Go on. I don't know. I mean, there's no world in which it is a coincidence in which these mosquitoes were unleashed the same week that a giant robotic that self-driving car mosquitoes were unleashed into the mm. world the same week a giant robotic spider perched on top of a cathedral by the way that spider is huge that robot spider is enormous. Well, Did you guys gonna see go the after picture? one of those cars? It's gonna have to be pretty big. Oh man, that's oh that's true. I mean, they're just upgrading. So you're suggesting I this think. is actually like these are in opposition to one another. Well, I mean, it's Darwin I, well, says that when one species attempts to assert dominance, Chris. When mosquitoes learn how to drive cars, must. the Catholic Church learns yes. how to operate ah, giant spider right. robots. It is, I mean, it is after it all, a priest follows. who unleashed the. Uh, this is like an inter. This is like a crappy yeah. cyberpunk priest <laughs> duel. <laughs> yes. One priest who I, I guess is like the kind of like, I don't know. One priest with his dumpy van just says, go, verily, I release go. the mosquitoes and then sort of slams the door on this youth group van and then just drives away. And then like, meanwhile, boop, 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 yeah. a phone meanwhile, blinks. Meanwhile, lightning in, strikes, yeah, yeah. like thunder claps. Mm-hmm. And reveals the shadow. It reveals yeah. a priest on top of a cathedral in Ottawa. Yeah. And then on the second thunder, you see the huge legs of a spider yeah. loom up over the roof. Yeah. 
And then he says, I hope I'm not too late. And then he realizes he fucking is because he got that. He was just like, I'll build the perfect spider to eat two, 20 million mosquitoes. But what he didn't anticipate was that they're going to be uh, crossing the border to Canada in little like happy Google cars that go as they yeah. drive by. These th- They can unleash. What is it? They unleash one million mosquitoes at a time out of the van. Yeah. God, I love the idea of this, this like van popping around, <laughs> farting out big clouds of one million mosquitoes. Each. What a disaster! Hopefully, that is an autonomous process, and there isn't one fucking bummed out guy who's like, "Oh, verily, <laughs> I release the." And just, <laughs> just Jesus God Christ! Damn it. Oh, these fucking things! It's like, oh, okay. Well, I just killed. 22 mosquitoes so I'll just get my little backup <laughs> jar and just okay one, two, one. three god damn it <laughs> ugh one million I released verily I released the amen <laughs> fuck god what is the religious purpose of that ritual especially the exact million I mean I guess well, what that- you don't know is that those mosquitoes carry the blood of Christ that's true Jesus, wow. Well, they're blessed. I don't know. Does that transubstantiation, doesn't that work? Can you bless? Can you transubstantiate blood into the blood of Christ, or does it only work on wine? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's I'm, I'm Protestant. I, don't, I was raised Protestant. We didn't have that one. I was raised Catholic, but that never really Why came the up. hell didn't you ask the important questions? I don't know, actually. I'm shocked that I never did. Which, which uh, liquids? Aren't you Catholic, Nick? I mean, I wasn't really raised. Which liquids yeah. can be transubstantiated into the blood of Jesus Christ by being blessed? If you know this, which I'm sure you do and are really mad at me right now, please write in to, <laughs> to whatever it is, questions at importantoftruth.com. God, imagine if the blessed mosquitoes containing the blood of Christ ended up trapped in amber and then fast-forwarded into the into Jurassic the Park got real fucked up where they're like, okay, we got a Stegosaurus, we got a T-Rex, we bred raptors. What is this mosquito? And then just like, verily, I release the... <laughs> <laughs> is that the voice of the priest coming out of No, this? that's just Jesus Christ springs fully yeah, formed yeah. from a dinosaur egg. Yeah, no. And just blesses well, everyone. with some like other DNA slapped oh, in there. Oh, God, they put the frog the DNA in there? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, God, that. this is getting bad. It's fine. Oh my God! <laughs> what he says? Life finds a way. I am risen, and then he's, and then he's out. Then he says, "Thanks, Alphabet Company," and he's Verily, wearing Google I Glass. Release me, peace out. <laughs> and then well, this he, is the most objectionable podcast we've probably released in a while. The idea of <clears throat> this. Sorry, this is the last thing I'll say about this stupid chain of events, which is. Uh, Mosquito with blood of Christ, trapped in amber, Jesus Christ brought back by Jurassic Park uh, scientists, accuses them of playing God. <laughs> uh, and, then, and I should know. And I should yeah. know. And then, and then he ascends. Then he's gone. Man destroys God. Man, <laughs> man creates mosquitoes, etc. Mosquitoes birth God. Yeah. That's probably why that priest put that spider on that church. Yeah, he did it in the wrong place. That's why they were so confused. They're in Ottawa. That's what they were like. That's what all the Catholics were upset about. Mm. They're like, why didn't you fucking put it in Fresno where the, the other the other guy is putting the things, the fucking mosquitoes? I do understand being weirded out by going going to your church and seeing that well, your, your archbishop, is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. But your archbishop has just decided just to like, hang yeah. a gigantic robotic spider off. Like, think, it's understandable. Okay, you know what? Archbishop his, John Peters. His, what? Who's that? He's the producer of Wild Wild West who loves giant mechanical robot spiders. Oh, because he watched that Kevin Smith DVD. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, you know. (laughs) That's too bad. It occurs to me that his his surprise at the the objection of some of his parishioners is surely actually feigned. And he is basically just fucking, like, he's Dr. Octopus or something, right? I mean, he's like, oh, I wouldn't have, I'm so shocked this was objectionable to you. But he is, he is the other one. He's the other priest. Which of these guys the is a duel. good guy and which is a bad guy? Or is this, like, just a classic oh, wizard's duel situation where they could yeah. just be two evil guys? Yeah, I mean, I think whoever wins, we lose. I think it's a classic okay. kind of situation mm. like that. Either, yeah. either... A bunch of mosquitoes are everywhere, or a giant spider is around, mm-hmm. perching on churches and, and stuff. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, being it's kind of being perching, glowering, fucking glowering all over the place. Yeah, yeah just looming. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, I take the spider. I really yeah, like. Really? Huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A over big looming spider. Well, the these mosquitoes, though, their job is ostensibly uh, to kill other mosquitoes. Well, and to eventually resurrect the the Lord. Here's how the here's but, how the the mosquitoes could take out the spider. Yeah. Remember the thing last week about CRISPR 
gene encoding shit mm. into DNA mm-hmm. with CRISPR. Oh, okay. So are they genes. are they going to be like are they going to Jeff Goldblum Independence Day yeah, that spider? Yeah, exactly. What if Jeff Goldblum takes his like MacBook or whatever? Oh, it was book, a power book. And uploads a GIF virus into these mosquitoes, and then they infect the spider. Well, that's a little bit not convoluted enough for my tastes. I'm pretty sure that what will have to happen is we will all have to be injected with CRISPR DNA. Oh, you're that right. Plants you're memes. right. You're right. Right. So first off, the city of Fresno has been uh, secretly injected in their sleep for months with memes with CRISPR GIF <laughs> memes and now oh wow okay this no, priest no, okay. has deployed millions of mosquitoes I am entirely mosquitoes. betting on the mosquitoes at this point now that I remember that they can transmit CRISPR GIF memes via blood transfusion this is also the stupidest Jurassic Park when they pull the blood out of the mosquito that has ingested a GIF meme and then put it up on their screen and then it says, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word, but then it cuts to film from Jurassic Park because it's actually just a meme of that <laughs> oh movie. God. And then they all just uh, probably kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where were you? You didn't ever finish where you were going before with the the, the, the overall, overall kind of alluded plot. Oh, well, it's just, you know, first you inject the memes into the blood of Fresno citizens. Yeah. Uh, my dad grew up in Fresno, so I might be carrying this meme oh, blood. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't have a credit card, though, so maybe I'm immune. Mm. Maybe that means I haven't built up a tolerance and I'm just, like, b- drenched in memes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> as a descendant of the, fr- of the Fresno experiment. Sure. Mm. By the way... Oh, I just, just... Hold on a sec. Hold on. You saying that makes me remember. There was an image caption on this article linking to an, an unrelated article that says, Men's Health has reported that Google is searching for 10,000 people to serve as lab rats. So... What? What does that mean? They want to do a huge, like, five-year study on people. Oh, I thought it was mosquito-related. No, it's a separate... Well, I mean, this is my what I'm saying. It is ostensibly unrelated. We need people for the trolley dilemma. Oh, God. <laughs> We're training our self-driving cars. It needs accurate test subjects to build up its deep mind uh, Jesus, learning algorithms. Dark. Right before they die, we extract their memories with a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So, uh, you may, as a descendant of the Fresno experiment, be susceptible to memes whatever continue with the actual plot oh it's very simple first you inject them full of memes then you deploy mosquitoes into their homes to extract the memes in in a good you know nice in the correct form which is inside of the mosquito mm-hmm. then you send the swarm to canada that's tough i don't know how you send a swarm of mosquitoes to canada maybe first they just call the spider out so that it comes how to long them. do mosquitoes die uh, live <laughs> I don't know what that was about. It's a so. long and torturous death, Chris. <laughs> how, long, how long does a mosquito live? I don't know. Not long. Really? Can like a mosquito make days? it to Canada? Uh, yeah, I think I don't. Well, I don't, how fast can they fly then is the other question. How fast is their reproductive cycle? That's what I don't like about this whole thing, by the way. What do you mean? The, well, these mosquitoes, I think, carry carry death. Specifically, they carry mosquito death. But how fast is the reproductive cycle? And would their would their blood contain these memes? And would they spread the memes? Would I mean, they do? Like, would okay. memes do what memes do? Would life find a way? Yeah, that's what. So on their way to Canada, would life find a way to Canada to fight a giant spider <laughs> robot uh, unleashed by a priest and a French art group? What I mean with their life cycle is like, could they? At, okay, if they're really dedicated to fighting the good fight and getting to Ottawa to defeat the giant spider, could they? like reproduce on the way to replenish their dying selves like oh. could, a, could a cloud of mosquitoes like have a bunch of they mosquito sex in the air no, on the way I, I don't think they can mid-air bur- refuel like that I think they need to stop in some stagnant water and be fucking gross for a while but <laughs> I think that that's just gonna kill them yeah they die why because Google planted them full of a disease to kill them yeah that's why they were released oh fuck they can't breed in captivity so, <laughs> so that said, uh, a, a male mosquito lives 10 days and a female lives 42 to 56 days. They, uh-huh. they, their speed is only 1.5 miles an hour, so they're not going to fucking make it. They're, they're dead. They're only 1.5 miles an hour? Yeah. Okay, we forgot that they are also trained to drive self-driving cars, so we're fine. Oh, that's true. As long as they can get oh, over the border, as long yeah. as they can... It's a road movie. So as okay. long as, long as these just, mosquitoes can be like... God, how many of them do you think you could pack into one car? It would just look like... <laughs> it would just look like a it solid like black all the mass. the windows are tinted. Yeah, it would just look... It's just humming really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> do mosquitoes hum? I mean, they go... buzz. They go... Yeah. Yeah. But they wouldn't really be doing that in the car because that's... what. Uh, yeah, they would. Around. Chris... 
What? What are you talking about? We're talking about Google X sponsored robotics projects that autonomously move. It would definitely go <laughs> as it drove down the road. That's true. It would 100%. But what if it was like, what if, that's <laughs> true. But what if it was like, a, you know, the way a, a hybrid car is like, eerily quiet when it's going slow and legally it has to sound like it's full of bees and the, mos- mm. and the mosquitoes <laughs> are just completely motionless because they don't have to fly because they're in driving a car oh yeah they're just Can grossly you crawling just around grossly oh, yeah. silent totally silent car full of totally silent mosquitoes just rolls up to you at the stoplight imagine that going through border control <laughs> <laughs> it just sort of you just hear, do you have anything to declare just <laughs> 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 It's just like, you know, little parts, yeah. just, oh. just sort of oh. just little light bits of mosquito crunching. <laughs> and then the person behind them honks their horn, and which agitates all the mosquitoes suddenly, so the car just goes... Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> what, it turns into a transformer? No. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just like a sports car. No, <laughs> that's just all of the mosquitoes getting really agitated, and then it peels out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what if this ends in classic car chase fashion with the mosquitoes busting through the Canadian border in a stolen Waymo autonomous car, which is like the little smiley tiny <laughs> car like the size of a smart car, being followed by Fresno police, California Highway Patrol, the FBI, <laughs> the Royal Mounted Police of Canada. Just Blues Brothers. Yeah, if it just... Go, yeah. uh, bl- but then the end of it... We're on a mission we, from God. Then we... <laughs> to, to, to find this giant spider. Yeah, no. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, verily, we're on a mission from God. But then it definitely ends in a way that makes that Wild Wild West executive producer the happiest mm. he could possibly be. Right. Because it's a weird robot car versus a huge mechanical spider uh, in a thunderstorm outside of a church. Like, that's going to be good. It's going to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I'll see that. Yeah, they, I'm glad that Google pitched that movie. Yeah, I'm glad that they're currently execute. What do you mean? I, I pitched. Are you glad that it's happening? I'm glad that it will one day be licensed and turned into a film that I can watch. Yeah, someone on the Wired will write an article about it, and that article will get optioned. Maybe people will license this podcast episode, Chris. Feel free. We're here. Biz at idlethumbs.net. <laughs> you want to take a break? Yeah. This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip. Hmm. Well-designed, compact electric toothbrushes that are sent to your home with brush head refills every three months. So your electric toothbrush brush head is always properly flayed and splayed the way a new brush head should be. That does not sound appealing. I mean, I know that it is. It's one of those things where you have to just sort of know intellectually that it's good, even as everything that's wholesome about you rejects it. Right. So I'm sorry. What I should say is that the brush head on the macro level looks tidy and perfect and clean. But it's full but on of the tiny, micro levels, gross hairs. It is micro frayed mm. to scrape the plaque off your teeth in the most effective way. It's full of look, a, look it up. A ton of little wriggling hairs that wipe against your teeth. That's how it works. Until eventually That's they break off and you eat them. Your teeth? No, the f- the little wiggly hairs. Oh, what? I mean, None they, of the things Jake is saying are true. They do. Uh, no, they one do. Thing that is true. Oh is my that, God! That's why you got to get them replaced. Okay. Uh, oh, well, come they on. Will, they will repl- <laughs> they'll replace it for you every three months. You don't have to worry about whatever weird shit Jake is talking about. It's real. If you go to tryquip.com/thumbs, you can get ten dollars off your first brush head refill. Uh, which will allow you to avert the bizarre disaster Jake apparently is. No, the disaster to. is inevitable. Yeah. The hairs eventually wear off and then the brush becomes It's not inevitable smooth. because you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs and get $10 off your brush head refill. That's true. Get new brush heads before you end up swallowing all the tiny hairs what full of plaque. <laughs> Look, Chris, there's like a brush head here, but then it's like flayed and it's wriggly. It. Tryquip.com slash thumbs. Oh my God, we've talked about this before on the podcast just with less gross words. Oh man, my phone auto-corrected. Uh, it, I think it was like to be. It auto-corrected it to to be to be, and I was what? I was Whoa. shocked. What? I just kind of looked at it and went, huh, and then erased it, and then continued to type my sentence. Oh, so man. I, uh, I was just wow. I was in like the prologue. You were, oh yeah, you were. I was in the little montage sure at the beginning the, of that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. That's all. <laughs> then I just the rest of my day was just being it was a normal phone. Yeah, sure it was. Self-hoisting AI, unprestigious award. How did Clifford get big? Putting your phone in rice. 
Amazon warehouse mishaps. God. Remix Jeopardy <laughs> rejected Jeopardy categories. Big like, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Big Moon for 100, please. <laughs> what? Putting your phone in rice <laughs> is the daily double. <laughs> Self-hoisting AIs. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb show. Celebrity explainers. <laughs> yeah, that's when they video record the celebrities. They right. come out and explain yeah. things. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Genie time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take genie time for 500. <laughs> this was not a movie starring <laughs> with a genie. <laughs> God, Jeopardy of the Internet. God, that being be the final so Jeopardy terrible. question was, this genie movie does not exist. Yeah. Everyone would get it wrong. One guy would get it right and be really happy. And then he would it. become a bad GIF. He would become the celebrity explainer next week, but it would just <laughs> zoom in with him like doing a wacky dance and yeah. before mm. his footage showed up. God, now I'm just imagining Jeopardy of the Internet. Which, could you imagine a game show? I mean, by the time we're like middle-aged yeah it's oh. going to be totally feasible it'll be on like VH1. For that's like 10 years from television. now at the most yeah i know okay yeah. it's not gonna be doesn't not gonna take that long until there there will be possible for there to be a network not that network television is going to exist by that point but you know a major television a, a major program, twitch channel program. major right exactly major amazon twitch program yeah uh in which like weird specific just detritus of the internet detritus i guess yeah uh, it is debts. like, yeah, we're debts of the internet. <laughs> those net debts. Net, those net debts are uh, the actual, are just like, and it would, and it's, yeah. at that point, it's going to be sort of <clears throat> history. It's like archaeology. Right. Albino black sheep. Oh my God. <laughs> like, weird. What? Yeah. 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 Newgrounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could very easily create this as a Twitch plays Jeopardy. What? Make chat vote on the category that gets picked, and then have three streamers that you just green screen behind desks, oh. um, and then have Doctor Spazzo as Alex Trebek. Right, that's it. Yeah, God, imagine having to assemble all those questions, though. Holy shit! Yeah, but imagine the rage and insanity that happens when it's like it's time for a category, and then you don't get the pick because <laughs> Twitch chat just erupts. Right. Yeah. yeah until yeah. like the volume meter has filled up, and it's time for whatever the fuck that. The TV opens up. Yeah. Anyway, we could make that, Chris. Internet. That would be so fucking popular. Internet oh, Jeopardy. Yeah. Internet no, Jeopardy I mean, powered what? by Twitch. Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. Yeah, it sort of Jesus goes without saying. Christ. But what we're describing yeah. would be incredibly, incredibly popular. Yeah. Anyway, Big Moon. <laughs> <laughs> big Moon. You want to start off with Big Moon? Let's just go Big Moon. <laughs> All right, Big Moon. Go Big Moon or go home. Big All Moon. Right. <laughs> All right, we're back. It's time for Big Moon. Big Moon time. Big moon. Michael writes. Hey thumbs! A few months ago, I was driving. I was <laughs> Big Moon. <laughs> I, lo- I love Big Moon. Growing up, you're basic. You're you're essentially describing the mood of this email. So Michael <laughs> writes: A few months ago, I was driving with my mom at night when we suddenly noticed how huge the moon looked. It seemed impossibly big, bigger than I'd ever seen before, but clearly recognizable as the moon. We. Mm-hmm. We wondered what weird astronomical event would cause the moon to look this way. It was soon obscured by trees. And a huge robotic spider. (laughs) (laughs) When we we got home a few minutes later and got out of the car, we saw the moon, but it looked perfectly normal. In retrospect, there's no way the moon could have been as big as what we saw on the road. I can't tell you how bizarre an experience it was. I have no rational explanation, and that makes it unsettling to think back on. Can you explain what we saw and help rationalize this in my mind? Or is it just aliens? Thanks, Michael. The windshield of my mom's car is a giant Fresnel lens. <laughs> that was way too technical. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, it's one of those flat lenses. I don't know. I don't. I mean, you know, like on the back of the school bus, how there's the weird part of the back that's kind of like a warped, oh, weird zoom in, like mm-hmm. magnifier. Yeah, it could be that. That's true. What if that mosquito car had that? It would be fucking gross. Oh, gross. They'd be oh, huge. Oh, Jesus. gross. I saw a car full of huge mosquitoes, but when they came <laughs> out and attacked me and filled me with memes, they were regular sized <laughs> mosquitoes. Anyway, let's talk about Big Moon. Sorry, I was I was back on the mosquitoes. Um, the the main the the reason I was interested in this email is because I had this exact same goddamn experience in London. Oh, like, it's just Big Moon. You saw ago. Big Moon, Chris. We have yeah. Moon oh, and I Big Moon. The Big Moon Club. I I got out of the uh, the train at. St. Pancras, King's Cross, St. Pancras, and I walked out, and it was the you know my first like 
moment in you know on that trip mm-hmm. in the city and i it was the middle of the day it was like i don't know 3 p.m. or something or where where was the moon in the sky in it in this like was it high sky? or low oh it was pretty pretty low i guess okay cuz i mean like big moon which is earth's little known second moon really <laughs> only sort of like pops up on the horizon occasionally so that must have been what you yeah, saw yeah. yeah but it was it was huge was it bright? i couldn't believe it yeah it was did like, you like violently sneeze it looked like i was i no god i wish uh, it, <laughs> it would have been a nothing huge better sneeze. than a big moon sneeze. It seriously <laughs> felt like I was inside of a like a 1970s mm. science fiction novel cover. Yeah, it was like this huge moon, mm-hmm. right, just huge. And I was like trying to point out to people. I was like, "Are you seeing this shit?" Really? Yeah. Did they see it? I or were they say, or you know what I mean? Like, like were they, they weren't, were they, they like, yeah, no, did, what is this crazy man talking they about? Not big believe moon? You too. I only see small moon. <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah, or did they just say, oh, that's just big moon? And then no, they, I just they didn't. They were not like no, like Meg Janth was there. Uh huh. And and I don't, and she didn't see big moon. No, I mean I don't know if anyone saw it or not, but no one like cared that I. Only some humans can <laughs> see the big moon. Most of them are are Londoners. It's true, but you yeah. were there with some guests, so you must just you know. Well, she's a Londoner, but I, but oh. it was like yeah. it was in I it was crazy. I couldn't believe. I it. It believe a, you, Chris. It was <laughs> thank you, Nick. It was amazing. And then hours like <laughs> fuck off. And then hours later, I just you know we went into a we uh, Sean was there as well. Did Sean? What did Sean say about I Big Moon? I don't think he cared either. And <sighs> we went into a restaurant and we had food and drinks, and then we came out again, and it was normal. It was just unremarkable, normal, moon normal fucking moon. <laughs> okay, so. This is just I think it's important distortion. I think yeah, I think it's important for me to note right now. That <laughs> we know what's is, going on here. There is something called a harvest moon uh-huh. that's a real occurrence. Okay, that is that is when the moon is on the horizon and there's atmospheric distortion. Yeah, the moon can appear to be oh to be larger. Well, that's it. That's big moon. Yes, yes. Oh, so it's real. But if they didn't see it, then I'm led to believe well, that that maybe you might have seen the second moon. No, it is. The third reason I said the stupid thing about the windshield is because it is just sort yeah. of like when it sort of slides near the edge of your perception of the atmosphere. It, it wow. Distorts. Yeah. I never knew Classic that. big moon situation. It's I called, feel like that was my big first mooned? big moon experience. You got big moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and it was like, it had that bluish tint, which yeah, is one of the things that the, made that's it- that's a classic big moon. Oh, no way. Yeah. Because that was one no, of the things that moon. made it look like, uh, like a, a sci-fi moon. cover, is that it had this like otherworldly mm-hmm. like blue <laughs> tint over it. And I was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I tried Nothing to better. take a picture, but like phones are awful for taking pictures of big anything moons. in the atmosphere really at all. Yeah. Because uh, of the just, <clears throat> they can't get enough contrast. But, but man- yeah, it was a, I was pleased to be I'm really in glad the presence of a big, big moon. A big moon. Yeah. Well, now I know. The answer is so... Uh, yeah. I think we finally answered answerable. a real question. Yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. Wow. We just need to set the bar lower, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, how does the world work? Ask Why us, is the sky ask blue? Us questions that could be easily answered by I searching the I saw the sky the was blue. I said it was blue. Nobody was paying attention to me. It was crazy. <laughs> Well, now I know. No, but it's it's yeah, it's a big moon. I don't think that's specifically a harvest moon thing, but I, th- I oh know. well, maybe I'm full of shit then. No, I mean I think that you're right that it happens at that time, but I think it is also <laughs> just when it's kind oh. of around the horizon. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. just when it's down there. Yeah. Okay, so being low in the sky was part of it, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I right. mean, like. I just looked up why is the moon big on the horizon, and I was given a definitive image of this is a big moon sighting for sure. Oh shit! Look at that. Big look at moon. that big moon. That's Whoa. like a big, big moon. Wow. So that's what big moon looks like. Um, yeah. That guy saw it. His telescope was pointed up at regular moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Meanwhile, I know. He, crept up he on didn't him. Didn't see it. Yeah. Big, yeah. big moon. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't see it until it was too late. Yeah. 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 The spider. <laughs> the spider does not, in fact, like become illuminated by big moon the spider creeps up from behind big moon oh my the spider god spider crawls up and over big mm. moon and then it leaps down onto earth onto the horizon well big yeah. moon's only like five feet away from earth yeah well that's why it's so big yeah i mean it's actually a normal sized moon it's just <laughs> this is here like it's actually smaller than the regular moon but it's you know like five it's feet like away the size of a house so <laughs> 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 has anyone seen this huge moon no one saw the moon anyway huge spider climbed behind it god big as a house i remember when i was a kid i asked my mom i was like how big is the sun is the sun big and she's like what do you think and i was like is it as big as a house and she was like what do you think 
And I was so like, your mom is Dr. Spatzel. Your mom is Dr. <laughs> Spatzel. What is this? Yeah, Why your mom, you Eliza. She never actually answered me. I Did was you like, figure it out for yourself? Well, I was like, it must be as big as a house. And she's like, well, what do you think? And I said, I think it's bigger than a house. And she said, hmm, do you? And I think she maybe thought that I should have known that, which I probably should have, but I was a little kid, so uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, but she never actually conclusively answered me. Hmm. And that's why I don't know how big the sun is and why I'm confused by a big moon. <laughs> the end. So I just I just asked my friend, you asked Dr. Friend, Spazzo. Dr. Spazzo. I just Spazzo? called up Dr. Okay. Spazzo on the phone. Yeah. And uh, here's his uh, his response you phone- to your... Uh, Find it out yourself. <laughs> Find it out yourself. Find it out yourself, says. Fuck you, <laughs> God. Wait, what did you ask him specifically? How big is the sun? Seriously? Yeah. So, I mean, you did. It was good advice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is your mom. That's your mom's voice. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Weird. Yeah. I um that's that's actually my uh my ringtone on my phone. <laughs> Find it out yourself. Find it out yourself. So we talked about Dr. Spazzo a couple episodes ago, I think. I think we talked about Nick using Dr. Spazzo to drive one of his coworkers insane. Yeah. Yep. Um and it led me to think about Dr. Spazzo too much. Okay. <clears throat> uh, specifically, I, I started thinking, oh, I, I inadvertently at one point thought of him in my mind as Mr. Spazzo. <laughs> and then I was very disrespectful. Jake. Yeah. Well, then I wondered if Mr. Spazzo is a different character. Like maybe Mr. Uh, Spazzo. Mr. Oh, Spazzo. You got Dr. And, Mates, Dr. and Mr. Spazzo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Spazzo is either. Mr. Spazzo, in my mind at first, was Dr. Spazzo's son, uh-huh. who is just like, maybe just like a normal nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of- right. like, My doc- dad is Dr. Spazzo, call me Mr. Call me Mr. Spazzo. Call me Mr. Spazzo. Yeah. Um, you know, because Dr. Spazzo was like, you know, an old chatbot designed to try to let you work out your own problems by answering every question with a question. But if Mr. Spazzo is just like, I don't fucking know, whatever. <laughs> like, he's equally- yeah, I he- mean, but then he's just like, how's it going? You know, sure. well, I had a good day. I bet you had a good day. Like, he's right. just, you know, whatever. He's just sort of- an- God, Mr. Spazzo is the guy who runs the Google email ch- responses then. Yeah, it's Mr. Spazzo. Oh, he's just yeah. like, that's just Mr. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds that's funny. funny. Like, huh, awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah. That's, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's great. What do you think? Or the other alternative is that Mr. Spazzo is, in fact, a Dr. Spazzo without a medical degree. Mr. Spazzo, <laughs> instead of being so, instead of right. Mr. Spazzo being the Google email suggested answers, well, he is the boxed answer that Google gives you when you ask it a question that is totally wrong and is just the first thing it found from the internet where you're like, what do I do if I think I have this disease? They're like, well, the first thing you should do is a tourniquet because it found that from instructions on how to tie a tourniquet that's like, absolutely do not do this, but it clears that part <laughs> right, out. Right, right, right. So yeah. that's, you know. Like, oh, I found relevant I, response. I thought yeah. you were saying that Dr. Spazzo, because he's such a bad doctor that he was removed from the medical board. Oh, that and could be. became Mr. Spazzo. Uh, that could be disbarred Dr. Spazzo. Yeah, no, I post disbarred Spazzo. Spazzo. I thought yeah. that it was more that someone, yeah, maybe someone tried to update Dr. Spazzo for the modern times, but the only information they had was like WikiHow, WebMD, <laughs> Yahoo Answers, and like the Google Auto Suggest. So it's just like terrible advice. Do not, do not listen. Where you're like, my throat hurts, and it's like, well, you are dead. Like oh, Jesus, <laughs> no, Mr. Spazzo. Like don't consult yeah. Mr. Spazzo. God, that is by the way true. Don't ever look on the internet for anything about your symptoms about anything. No, of course not. It's, it's a, a disaster. Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. You'd be, but you would, in fact, be better off getting a diagnosis from Doctor Spazzo because he would just be like, "Do some research, find it yourself. out yourself." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ask a doctor. Jesus, what do you think? It would actually. He's like, on- "What do I sound like, Doctor Spazzo? This is Mister Spazzo. <laughs> I am not a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor of philosophy. Please, it's just I worked real hard. I worked real hard, and it is important to me to be recognized for my academic achievement." That was a good Spazzo. I'm not a, a medical doctor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't trust Mr. Spazzo. No, never trust Mr. Spazzo. No, don't do that. You could chill out with Mr. Spazzo. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, you could have, he's, he's the Spazzo you want to have a beer with. Yeah. 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 But do not seek medical advice. No. No. From Mr. or Dr. Spazzo, let's be honest. <laughs> I thought you were suggesting that they were... I mean, I thought that you were going to suggest they were married, <clears throat> mainly because Dr. and Mr. Spazzo just sounds like an amazing... This is a very good thing to get on, like, an invitation. That's like that, that like, uh, that stupid... Oh, man. The stupid, like, gotcha, you assumed all doctors are men joke. 
right? Except one of them is a chat bot and the other one is a chat yeah, bot. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I you assumed all doctors were real humans. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> there are also autonomous mosquito clouds working in collaboration <laughs> to do house calls. Here he comes. Beep, beep. <laughs> It's me, Mr. Spazzo. Twenty million mosquitoes working as one. We've barely Verily. gotten the resident. Really, <laughs> I'm here. They've barely gotten the resonant buzz of the different mosquitoes. To they can't quite formulate oh, human yeah, speech, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it can formulate like a bad <laughs> synth speech. Jesus, tell me about your problems. That is one of the most nightmarish imagery images I think you have conjured yeah, up, no, which is pretty, saying something. That's pretty which like, is the idea of 20 million mosquitoes buzzing in unison to synthesize human speech. Give me your credit cards. <laughs> Give blood. <laughs> Fresno, California. They're going to marshal the Fresno 4th of July parade this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And there it is, our 20 million mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Dr. Spazzo uh, if he was made of mosquitoes, and this is what Dr. Spazzo has to say. I will be made of mosquitoes when you stop throwing these questions at me. <laughs> <laughs> I will be made of mosquitoes when you stop throwing these questions at me. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop throwing questions <laughs> yeah, I gotta give you asking. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, we've all had some prejudices challenged on this episode, I think. Uh, yeah. Some assumptions it's overturned. true. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> anyway, that's our big moon segment. Yeah. <laughs> Darren writes, you've spoken at length about the incoming scourge that is our future robot overlords and how potentially we may one day meld with computers in an elective or forced evolution. However, should the robot menace be quashed, what do you think the next step in natural human evolution will be? What mild superpowers could we develop to help us stay on top of the food chain? What small leap could our species undergo to make our lives easier? Personally, I would like to be selectively magnetic so I could collect loose change on the streets while walking and not have my phone fall out of my pocket while sitting on certain chairs. Thanks for all the pods, Darren in Toronto. I feel like this mm. after this episode, I feel like yeah. the thing we need is some Bug kind repellent. of yeah, well, yeah, some kind of like <laughs> gene in, therapy like, resist CRISPR mm. meme resistant mm, uh, inoculation uh, serum. You wouldn't yeah. take that. Why not? <clears throat> if if you, if someone walked up to you and said, "Look, you're gonna," you you're wouldn't g- download a mosquito. I mean, meme if if they were repellent. like Chris, you you may die if you uh, from some. Really, you may die of me. No, you, I feel like you may die from a from a ridiculous and very specific uh, set of circumstances that I can't bother to explain to you because it involves CRISPR mosquitoes and a giant spider and stuff. Whatever. But alternatively, I could inject you with this serum that will make you immune to the effects of memes. You wouldn't take it. You'd be like, wait, memes will mean nothing to me. Like memes will turn to ash in my mouth. No, oh, man, I choose death. Like you would choose <clears throat> death. Yeah, over like. You know, if you see like a dog knock someone off a pier into the water and you wouldn't laugh at it, you would you'd be God, done. Yeah, that would be that would be brutal. I would have to go back. I could deal with it. I could deal with memes. I'm going away. I mean, it's not like internet humor in general, right? I still get like b- good local news mistakes, right? Those I don't know. Memes. I don't know. Maybe what's a meme? Everything is a meme now. Okay, well, have you guys noticed that the phrase <clears throat> "meme" has just expanded okay, to like? Chris, yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's all what? internet content now is memes. Mm. Okay. Maybe you wouldn't be immune to the freshest memes because they hadn't yet like hit a social engagement oh. threshold where they were. I would a meme. become a meme junkie. Yeah, I would constantly. You're like chasing like, need the a new. You're hit chasing I, the freshest memes because yeah. eventually you're like, oh, I need this, those dank memes. Like that that dog swatting a cupcake has been seen like millions of times. as such a meme. It does, it does nothing. nothing. For me. It does yeah, nothing. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Man, that's bleak. But then you'd have to get injected again because you would be you'd be carrying some other way more fucked up strain if you uh, if you yeah only the most outrageous and imaginative memes you would just regress to early internet it would be really disgusting you would just be like style yeah. project instant oh gross yeah no, oh, yep. gross you would just chase the grossest corners of the internet Ugh. you would I'm sorry Chris Ugh. that's what would happen if you refused that if if you took the mosquito oh, uh, serum yeah. but you still needed to chase memes 
Ugh, I right. mean, or alternatively, you would open and operate at a great loss the worst local news uh, broadcast TV network <laughs> in the world just to generate the original <laughs> content keep, you crave. Yeah, <laughs> just to keep myself anyone, going. Anyone who has shamed themselves mm. uh, in any possible way or has no qualifications whatsoever to be on the news, you will pay them a ridiculous amount to try. <laughs> well, this episode has been very bleak. <laughs> it was only bleak starting right now, I no, think. No, it's... <laughs> this is really... <laughs> yeah, well... Oh, we have some follow-up from last week. We actually have two follow-up emails Hmm. in response to things last week. So um, one is about an offhanded comment that I think I made first about how you can put your phone in rice to make it not be wet anymore if you've dropped it in water or coffee or something. Uh, Someone informed wrote in about this. (laughs) Jesse Thamer (laughs) writes... I wanted to chime in about this whole put your phone in rice when it gets wet thing. I'm a manager of a repair shop that fixes Apple products, and every day I get people who say they dropped their phone in water, but then they put it in a bag of rice for a couple days, try to turn it on, and are shocked to find it doesn't work. These phones almost always have plenty of standing water in them or corrosion all over the board. The fun extra part is how they also have bits of rice jammed in their SIM tray and charge port. <laughs> They're, well, yep. There are obviously going to be cases where you get your phone wet and it would end up fine no matter what you do to it, but you also put it in rice so you believe that to be what fixed it. It's like that Simpsons episode where Lisa gives Homer a rock that keeps tigers away, saying, you don't see any tigers around here, do you? If you want to minimize the chance of your phone being destroyed, take it to a repair shop to get cleaned with alcohol ASAP. Most importantly, don't turn it on until it's clean. This is when corrosion forms and it gets damaged. I can understand not wanting to bring your phone somewhere if the repair shops around you seem shifty, but understand it may not stop working right away. It may stop working in a week or a month. If you have a newer water-resistant phone, maybe you want to chance it, and I guess rice can't hurt if it makes you feel better. P.S. Please use cloud services. I hate having to tell people they've permanently lost the pictures of their newborn when their phone is unrepairable. It's 2017. There's no excuse not to have a backup. Thanks for reading. Keep casting those pods. Best, Jesse Thamer. So there you go. Don't listen to our bullshit. Listen to people who know what they're talking about. No, our podcast is called Important If True. Assume neither of those things... uh, It's only if true. It doesn't say and. So assume not true, therefore not important. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's another follow-up from Keaton who writes... Okay, so this is in response to my, my saga last week of being sent... Uh, flower pot after flower pot is very ironic when all I wanted was a pineapple bookend set. When all I wanted was rice for your phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pot full of rice. So Keaton writes, Hey guys, I work at an Amazon warehouse solving these exact problems. Yes. I was listening to the cast on my commute when Chris told the story and I laughed uncontrollably. I work in a department dedicated to investigating broken and incorrectly delivered items. I can think of a few reasons why this happened and why it was fixed after three days. I can't share too much company info, but I can say our department has three days to resolve those issues from when they're reported to us. This sort of thing happens a lot. One notable example was an order placed for a red sweater, like something your grandmother was wear would wear. But the item that shipped was an 18-inch dildo. <laughs> Happy birthday, Nana. Keep up the good cast. Keaton. Man, hopefully that grandma kept getting dildos. <laughs> like for three days, she ordered, managed to order six yeah. dildos before the response team was like, stop the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> she kept she kept placing orders for this uh, sweater even after the uh, even after the sweater eventually made it to her home. Uh, I'm sad that none of our the other sweater. questions got answered, such as did someone else receive a bunch of pineapple bookcases or bookshelves? Probably not. They probably didn't. Probably not. I'm really glad that the guy at Amazon, whose job it was to uh, to do this, yeah, I know, figured, what? was yeah. listening to our podcast. Thanks. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm really glad that he just intentionally trolled you uh, by sending <laughs> <laughs> by by engineering all of this. I'm yeah. really glad that I was we listened to the cast, and I laughed uncontrollably <laughs> yeah. because my plan worked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad that we recorded voices on our microphones and put them into the cloud, which is owned and operated by Amazon, and complained about an Amazon service. <laughs> at which point, an Amazon representative promptly responded to us through no. a channel that we did <laughs> not list uh, and oh. told us the problem. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> Thanks, Tech Giant. Alexa, turn off. <laughs> um, all right, should we endorse? Yeah. Yeah, okay. en- endorsing. I am endorsing uh, something that a lot of people probably are well aware of, but I had never done until just a few weeks ago, uh, 23andMe, mm. which is a s- website, it's a service that will, I guess speaking of genes and stuff, uh, it analyzes your DNA 
and then gives you all sorts of information about your ancestry and um, also shows you uh, um, like percentage DNA overlap you have with other people who have chosen to make that information available. Right. It shows like which memes are in your blood. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and I just found it pretty interesting. I mean, most of the information it gave me was not surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know that I'm, you know, mainly Italian and so on, but like, but a, just a surprising thing that happened was like two weeks after I got my results from this, I got a message from someone who said, um, oh, hi, I saw you mm. on this thing and I think we might be related. Yeah. And it turns out this person uh, is my grandmother's niece. Hmm. Uh, and she remembers what my dad was like growing up and her aunt, who is my grandmother, who's still alive. She's My grandmother's 101 and, uh, and still alive. And I'd never heard of this person or... I never knew anything about her and she was just a, you know, member of my family, not that far away. Right. Uh, who knew other members of my direct family um, and just haven't spoken in decades, not for any particular reason, but just haven't really crossed paths. That's really and it was cool. Just a, yeah, it was just, we've ended up just sort of going back and forth a bit in private message and it was a fascinating, weird thing that I never would have expected to happen i i thought it yeah i thought i was just gonna get data basically yeah um so anyway i i had a fun time doing it 23 and me man i spent months tracking down my family history on another site it's the big one i can't remember the ancestry yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. yeah, which is a more sort of manual thing where you kind of have to do that right right right, right. but i also had the same experience where people were just coming out of the woodworking saying like i'm a brecken in so and so i'm a brecken i'm a brecken i'm an old yeah, I'm a bracket or so and so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, classic old timey. Yeah. Expression. Um, my is it my turn? Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. I'll raise my hand. Um, my endorsement is um, so I've been on a quest over the last couple of weeks to find a good pickle. The best what? pickle is a p- pickle you make yourself. Okay. <laughs> as they say, uh, it's, it's, as they it's say, an adage. Yeah. Uh, it's because we've we've made pickles before, and there it, it really is the best way to guarantee that you're getting a good pickle. However, sometimes you just want a jar of pickles to yeah. have. I love pickles, <laughs> yeah. So I just I, I figured out like you know I'm gonna buy certain stupid bullshit artisanal pickles until I find the right yeah. the, the the pickle that's got the good crunch and right, the yeah. garlic and just sure. all the stuff you want. Uh, I bought finally this jar of pickles made by. <sighs> The brand is Bubby's. Bubby's. Bubby's Pickles. Hmm. Bubby's Pickles. I've never tasted anything like these pickles. They're kind of crazy. Uh, huh. They're they're naturally fermented in the bottle. I don't know what that uh, means. Um, what is unnatural fermentation? I don't. Bottle? I don't actually know. But it's the. the, the I mean, I, I haven't really done any research on this topic. He just Chris. knows who this episode is brought to you by secretly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's definitely different than a normal pickle because when you bite into it, it's kind of like biting into like a condensed solid like like soda water like solid or something. It just your your mouth just explodes with like it just feels like it's Good. tickling your tongue. It's crazy. <laughs> uh it's it's really really interesting. More metaphors. Uh, listen, what does it actually taste like? Well, I mean it tastes like a pickle. Uh but but <laughs> But sort of like a, just a very vibrant, um, mm, yeah. uh, you know, fermented pickle. God, I'm so it's very interested. living in. I gotta say, living in San Francisco, I'm like up to my ass and just like pickled stuff. You know, like you don't like you, pickles? No, I do. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love pickles. But everywhere, fuck out of here. Yeah, no, <laughs> you don't no, like no, pickles? No, 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 no. I love pickles, yeah. and I love whatever is being pickled. Right? Yeah. If it's like cauliflower, sure. or like fucking green beans, or wh- whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'll eat all that shit. I love it. It's love great. A pickle plate. But that said. I've it has become so common in San Francisco for pickle plates to be served and to be all kinds of different pickled vegetables, mm. which don't get me wrong are great. I see what you're saying. But yes. I had an experience recently where I just had a really good goddamn pickle. Yeah. Like an actual pickled cucumber. Yeah. What a pickle is. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. There's, there's a reason this is what this is the one yeah. that got to be called exactly. a pickle. Right. Yeah. It's the best It's the one. best version of it. It's the best one. It should explode your like inside of your mouth. Like <laughs> you're no, really into I that. really no what I what I, I feel like is if you were di- like dying of thirst or 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 hunger, either one, and 
<laughs> you were like crawling through a desert. I don't think this is correct, what you're about to you're say. You're crawling through a desert, Chris. Yeah. And somebody, if like if any food that you could have a genie <laughs> produce for you yeah. in fall the Oasis, from fall from above you. I think of any food, if it was a pickle, that's the thing that's going to just like yeah. basically destroy I you. I don't think. You don't think yeah, so? It would destroy you. It, yes, that's correct. It, no, I mean, it's just. It's, it's so salty. Of, Are you serious? Oh, my God. You're in the middle of you the desert. You need salt when you're dehydrated. <laughs> it's true. You got to replenish your salt. Can we get. Okay, so look, I didn't know what Electrolytes. the. Electrolytes. I didn't know what the big moon was. <laughs> like, my. You know, shame on me. I don't know what I'm talking but about. But can someone write in and explain why this is a terrible Pickles idea? Pickles are really good. Because I'm not sufficient. Anyway, say your actual endorsement again. Remind Bubby's us. Pickles. Bubby's Pickles. It's can actually you a local get them company. online or can you, what do you Yeah, do? you can get them everywhere. Uh, they're sold all over the country in certain stores. Look it up on the website or whatever, but also right. they sell them we'll, on Amazon. We'll find shit. a link. To, we'll put so, a link to it in the yeah. description of the show. <laughs> Jake, what do you got? Uh, what I would like to endorse <laughs> is the Internet Archive's in-browser emulator library. Oh. What do they emulate? Uh, a bunch of stuff. Well, I mean, you probably know the Internet Archive, archive.org for like the Wayback Machine. I walked I walked by the building that houses the Internet Archive just the other day. It looks like their logo. Yeah, it's a big old... Yeah, like, it's a big like neoclassical looking yeah. building. But uh, in addition to having just archives of a bunch of websites and public domain music, they have a project that they've been working on for years and years and years, which is to get various emulators working inside of a web browser, I think, using weird modern HTML and mm-hmm. JavaScript stuff. Um, they have they, emulators of what I don't know. You can run well. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of arcade systems. Like there's a you can run Atari twenty six hundred okay, ROMs so games. in your browser. Game. But also, um, I think that they have a fully running Apple II, a oh, fully wow. running black and white original Macintosh, a fully running uh, oh, Commodore sixty four, uh, DOS, and Windows three point one, all running in browser. So the way that they've set wow. up the web archive is anything that is public domain. Uh, they, you can like I think that the Windows and DOS ones use some uh, derivation of DOSBox, and there's like they they basically have ported uh, Mame and Mess for a bunch of arcade based stuff. They've ported these things to work in the browser, and then inside of Archive.org, people upload basically either like full like disk images and memory states, or just the ROM data or whatever. But you can be like, I want to. I've you know I really miss using HyperCard on my Mac, and you they have a version of HyperCard that is hasn't been supported for decades. But you click the like the link, it launches the Macintosh emulator, goes boop, boots it up, and then you get a system disk, and then it mounts an ISO of just all of the of like a full copy of HyperCard circa 1986 or something. It's crazy. Wow. So um, and it all runs in your browser. So you know it's you can tell a little bit that it's running in a browser because it's not quite as like. Outrageously mm-hmm. performant, as if all this stuff was dedicated, but it also doesn't entirely matter because you can, you just have classic everything at your fingertips. If like I I, I remembered this because uh, Darius Kazemi, who's a like notable Twitter bot writer and sort of yeah. weird internet man, linked screenshots to a bunch of old weird Macintosh freeware from like the mid eighties. And it was stuff that I just had not seen for years and years and years. Like I forgot that it, that it even sure. existed. It's like dumb, subversive '90s comedy, like Church of Subgenius bullshit. And oh, like, man, yeah, uh, there was a company called Put La- it on that Jeopardy. There's a company called Lamprey Systems. A company, one guy who like put out a Mac program called PGP3, which is supposed to be like the, like early internet encryption, but it stood for pretty good pornography, and it was a. Uh, procedural erotica generator but it was totally just humorous garbage Uh, and like that's on the internet archive and it was like a thing that I thought was hilarious in junior high when I found it on some floppy disk in a user group or like it's you know in some computer sale it's like uh, (laughs) that's preserved on the internet and runs in a perfect perfect form in an emulator also like you know go play Pitfall or Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever those are that's also there it's just it's it's cool to see the internet archive archiving like interactive stuff like software operating systems uh games as opposed to just web pages and like you know right uh bootleg grateful dead concerts and stuff which is you know like a ton of their archive is that stuff man that's that's bonkers yeah all right well we will link that also in the uh show page cool for this episode yeah all right well thank you for joining us on important if true if you have any questions you need our help our advice consultation 
need us to work through anything, send it to questions at importantiftrue.com. Our website is importantiftrue.com, and there you can subscribe to the show, and you can find all the places we reside on the internet. And uh, on that site, all of our um, all the episodes have links to everything that has been discussed and endorsed. Tell a friend. Tell a friend Why about not? our show. Why not tell a friend? Well, t- just tell them. Just something. tell them. Tell them about it. Educate tell them about this people. show. Yeah, do it. Generally, yeah. What do I say? I forget. <laughs> I forget what I say on this part of the show. Uh, if you want an ad-free version of it, you can uh, yeah. you can support our Patreon at patreon.com slash idlethubs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, <laughs> that's it for this show. I, I'm losing it, clearly. It's late at night, and I don't know what I'm doing. Um, thank you for joining us. We may or may not be back next week. We ha- uh, Several of us will be out of town. And we don't know if we're going to have time to record another episode before then. Um, if we do not, we apologize and we'll be back as soon as we can be for however long that is stay spicy. It's going to be a lot like a week of spiciness, two weeks, a two week spice, uh, cycle. I can handle it. One page down. Please figure out a way to talk about Dr. Spezzo in the middle of something else because I think that I have stupid things that I can talk about about Dr. Spezzo. (laughs) But I can't just bring up Dr. Spezzo. Well, that's why I asked you to ask Dr. Spezzo about a bunch of stuff. I did. Did he reply? His responses are he's a shitty doctor. He's Uh, really bad. Okay, well.